I'm Catherine Smart. And I'm Rochelle Bingham. And this is Reality Mums, your go-to podcast for reality TV, pop culture, mum life, and all things in between. We're back for another episode of Reality Mums. Hello, Rochelle. How's it going? Good. How are you? I'm good. It's the end of book week, so you got to love that. Do you do five days of book week? Well, it's childcare and my kids go four days a week. So every day they're dressing up every day. So this was my mm. fourth attempt at costumes this morning. But Daphne has gone as Cinderella from The Hungry Caterpillar because she wanted that particular book, but she also wanted to be Cinderella. So I'm like, That's pick awesome. my battles. You're two years old. Yeah. I don't care. We had a we had a one-day thing um, yesterday, the parade, but then we had reading bed day on Monday where they wore the pyjamas. That's a yeah. lot in two things in one week. Why can't we spread this out? Correct. And it always seems like it's towards the end of the year. It, like, starts just getting really manic because we've got Halloween coming up pretty soon. Yeah. Like it's just, it's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I was, this year, Hudson's not interested. Um, no? As a, especially I think as boys as they get older, he's not, he doesn't want to wear the costume. Yeah. So he wants to be a sport person. So I bought the book to match what he wanted to wear, which is a sports biography book, because I'm like, he's just not interested. And a lot of the boys, as you see at school, as they get a bit older and and girls, they're yeah. not as they're really into it, or they just not at all. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't know why it's, they have to do it, and they have everyone at our school parades, and I'm like, I don't see why they have to parade if they're not dressed up. Yeah, it's anyway. It's a lot. One thing I did come across, which is a hot tip for if you don't have the book or you don't want to send the book with them, if you don't want the book to get lost or whatever, you find the cover at like the cover online. You print it, like you could laminate it, and you send them with the book cover. Oh, that's good. I think that's really good. I think I'm going to do that moving forward, especially if there's a costume that they want to wear, but we don't necessarily have the book for it. I can just look it up. Yeah, it is easier because, yeah. And you notice like a lot of the kids, like at our school yesterday, there was heaps of Harry Potters, heaps of Where's Wallies, yeah, heaps of Diaries of a Wimpy Kid because it's a cartoon. They just put a cartoon face. Yeah. Different as they get a bit older. But anyway, Scarlet's into it. She loves it, but. Anyway, glad that that's wrapping up. Get on to breaking news. Yes. It hasn't been as big a week for breaking news as it was last week. Bethany's still a topic of conversation and not just with us. We've had some conversations um, with some of our followers about this and there's some sort of contentious discussions going on and opinions floating around. But at the end of the day, like Bethany keeps inserting herself into all of these very public conversations. It's, you know, she's, she's always throwing out these things and trying to make something stick. And this has stuck for her. And, you know, for people who don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about the podcast that she's recorded with Rachel slash Raquel from Vanderpump Rules. She didn't even bother to watch the show. Um, She didn't pay Rachel for the interview but you know her biggest bugbear is that um Bravo was taking advantage of Rochelle or Rochelle Raquel don't include me because now I've got Rachel Raquel and Rochelle I just can't I'm going back to calling her Raquel because that's 
you know, she wants to be called Rachel now. Yeah. Um, we're being accused of Bethany bashing. Um, I'm mm. not saying I don't think, and I've said this multiple weeks in a row, I think that the reality star should have a union. I am not against a union. I just think that Bethany is leading it from a place of hate and, and from a, a place of revenge. She's Correct. not the person to be leading that charge. Um, even the interview, Bethany kept bringing it back to herself. Yeah. And I listened to the third part after last week's episode and she just keeps bringing it back to herself. And to me, I'm, she's just, she's as you said, she's inserting herself in all these things. Um, she's saying, like, you know, she's so good. She flew to Rachel to see her and, you know, wanted her to be able to tell her story. I'm also not against Rachel telling her story. No. I think that she should have a voice. I think she chose the wrong person to do it with, and that's my opinion. Yeah. And a lot of people have the same opinion um, because I just don't think that Bethany has her best interests at heart. And Bethany, as so many people have pointed out in the podcasts that each one of those ran for 30, 40 minutes each, there's a lot of advertising. She's Mm. going on about how Rachel didn't get paid enough, which apparently she did, and then didn't pay Rachel. So she's using Rachel for the story, for the clips. When I said don't listen to the podcast, I was meaning just because it's just more clicks for her, more attention. Correct, but by all means, yeah. you want to do your own research, listen to it. I'm not the boss of you. Yeah. It's hypocrisy but, at its finest, what yes. Bethany is doing. And, yes. you know, the ratings for her podcast have gone through the roof. And she, she's, yes. you know, she's found her vehicle to get yes. her message across, to push her agenda. And if that's, you know, the, what do they say, the hill you want to die on or whatever, then go for it. But... She needs to no, it's not. And the thing is, is that Bravo fans are a very particular type of fan. We remember everything, we've seen everything. And so for someone to get the interview with Raquel and not have watched the show and not even understand the dynamic and what's going on, it's like Bravo fans aren't going to side with Bethany. They're going to be really annoyed with her but not using the opportunity of that first interview to ask the questions that everybody wants answered. Yeah. And also I feel a little bit disappointed in Rachel in that she went and did all this treatment. And like last week, I was sort of softening to it. I don't hate it. People cheat. This is what happens. It's not a big deal. But in the Bravo thing, it was a big drama. But Tom's back filming. I kind of wanted her to come back and have this sort of, moment where she's like I sort of did the wrong thing own it and she's kind of doubled down yeah on a lot yeah and it really I don't think it was a great look for her and I feel like anyone who did a podcast with her who had Rachel's best interest at heart you can't tell someone what to say but I feel like the way that she kind of doubled down like me and Ariana weren't friends Mm. uh, and it's all poor me I didn't get this everyone else got paid She's burning her Bravo bridges. She'll never yeah. get back on any Bravo show again. Like what is she expecting to do now that she's but not a like, prom queen anymore? Yeah. And I feel like Bethany is helping her burn them. And mm. Bethany's come out this week saying, stay tuned. You think that I'm not. And it's like, well, too late. You didn't pay her. Yeah. On the thing, I thought it was a perfect opportunity for when Rachel said, Bravo didn't pay for my treatment because she asked for them to pay, mm. Bethany should have turned around and said, I'll foot the bill now. 
tell me what it is. I'll, you know what I mean? Like if you yeah. were so, so treating her like a daughter and all this sort of thing. Anyway, I'm happy for other people to have other opinions, but we're not, we're not Bethany bashing. We are reporting what's going on in the Bravo and expressing our own opinions. And these are the discussions that people and mums and friends are having all over the world. Yes. We're just vocalising those conversations. Correct. Yeah. Now, another um, piece of news that has come out just really fresh overnight is allegations. Um, there's an interview that's been posted on Rolling Stone magazine that Gary from Below Deck Sailing Yacht, so remember Gary, Colin, yeah, Daisy, yeah. that whole love triangle thing. Lord Farquhar. Yeah. <laughs> so Gary has been accused of sexual assault by one of the production staff. So, oh. Yeah, and... Uh, all I've seen so far is that oh, my stupid dog won't shut up. <clears throat> Sorry, he's shaking. <laughs> All you've seen is that your dog won't shut up. <laughs> shut up. Are we shaking. Oh, good. Okay. So at the moment, it's just the one article that I've seen from Rolling Stone. We've got production staff, a female who has accused Gary of forcing himself on her, touching her, kissing her, that sort of thing. And that I think this is going to be the big part is that production know about it, that they have basically covered it up and said, if he does it again, we'll do something about it. But they haven't acted on what he's done. So this was not during filming. It was in a hotel room. He was very drunk. Um, she was trying to get out of his room. It's all very grey. I mean, they've just announced that uh, Gary, Colin and Daisy are all going to BravoCon. I think we'll see maybe him pull out of that given this allegation. I don't know. And it's probably all come to light because of the drama on Below Deck Down Under. Yeah. How that was handled, there was a zero tolerance policy, which it should be. Um, I'm wondering whether this happened prior to the season or after the season, did it say? Uh, I don't remember. It's a pretty lengthy article. I mean, the fact that it's on uh, Rolling Stone, it's not like yeah. it's just come from some gossip site. This is yeah. a sourced article. Daily They've, Mail. Yeah, they'd have, yeah, it's not Daily Mail. That's exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, mm. I can't say that I'm surprised. No. Because Gary, even the way he acted with Mads when she was like last season, sort of saying, I'm not interested, and he was quite pushy. It yeah. didn't come across that he was like sort of doing any sort of behaviour that wasn't okay, like that was fine, but I could see that he gets a little bit, he's quite arrogant yeah. and kind of doesn't understand when someone's not interested. No. So it's going to be really interesting to see how that plays out. Yeah, I hadn't heard that, so that's yeah. interesting. The other thing as well um, that's just been in the news this week is, is it Scooter Braun? Is that how you say his name? Yes. All of his clients are dumping him. And I couldn't help but wonder because he used to manage Taylor and he was responsible for, he's basically the owner of all of Taylor's songs, which is why she's re-recorded them so that she owns the masters. I can't help but wonder if you've got a little voodoo doll that you've been sticking pins into Scooter and something's happening. I don't, but um, no, not me, but there are a lot of Swifties. (laughs) There Sorry. are a lot of Swifties. I think something, there's a bit of Taylor voodoo going on here. But Everyone. They're all dumping yeah. him. Yeah, so Ariana Grande, Justin Bieber, has he? Justin or Bieber he? is rumoured. Yes. Uh, Demi Lovato. Yeah. I think, something. and I'm hearing a lot of rumours that 
he, you know, something is going to happen big in a legal way very soon. Maybe he's going to be charged with something. They're all distancing themselves and it's, it's going to be big. So Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I've seen a bit happening this week, but then haven't paid much attention because nothing's come out. It's just that they're all, it's a mass exodus. Yeah. Now I would like to talk about New York which is my favourite of all the housewives that's currently on. It's my favourite of that's been for a while. I know. How good is it? Yeah. Love it. Everyone's loving it. Um, so this week we saw uh, the party. What party yep. was it? Erin's party. Erin's 10th, 10th wedding anniversary. wedding anniversary. Fancy party. Fancy party, sponsored by a lot of people. I love yeah. how shady Bryn is where she's like, don't worry about it, it's sponsored, how she turned up in her white. Like she's just funny, um, still loving Bryn. The speeches that oh. went on for hours and hours, I cannot, speeches remind me of a business meeting. I hate business yes. meetings. And when it gets to the speeches part of the wedding or the 21st or the 40th or whatever, I'm kind of like, unless they're really short, punchy and funny, I don't oh. want to hear about the funny stories that you had in high school. I wasn't there. And I don't care. <laughs> um, and then when the sister came and tried to get her five seconds of fame. Yeah, that was about. really awkward. And then the mum came along and she was trying to chat to the ladies. <laughs> like, no, 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 we can't talk to you. We're about no. to get in trouble. So I feel like the sister wanted to get on camera. Oh, That's 100%. how I took it. Yeah. And then came over. Um, so, yeah, I love Love that. Uh, Jenna was a little bit more playful this episode, which I liked. Yeah. Quite, quite serious most of the time. So she's a little bit playful. and um, But, yeah, loving it. The trailer of the, the mid-season trailer or the coming soon trailer looks amazing. How are we at mid-season already? Is this a short yeah. season? I just feel Did like we haven't. Mid-season? Yeah, I thought it was a mid-season trailer. Yeah. I'm sure it's mid-season trailer. Anyway, it just feels really short. Maybe they weren't sure if it was going to work. But as you said, it's the best Housewives franchise going around and has been probably since Miami last year because Miami came back. I see you don't like Miami. See, I really loved it. I thought it was good. I like Miami, but I don't think it compares to this. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think we've had the entertainment value since then. Yeah. 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 Um, and the focusing, I think, on the drinking, what's her name with the drinking? She kept saying in Miami, the one that drinks all the time. Oh, Marisol. Marisol. That annoyed me. Yeah, so that did annoy me. me. We had the know. whole Lenny Lisa hot mic thing to keep us going, which was yeah. pretty it was pretty cool. Fun. But I yeah. don't think Miami is even close to this new season of New York. I love it. Um, Atlanta has... Wrapping up next week, I think. Oh, really? I was hoping it was done. I I couldn't even get through the episode this week. So bored. It's the song that never ends, Atlanta. I feel like New York (laughs) is flying and I feel like Atlanta is dragging. It's so boring. Um, The saga with Drew is all breaking, so that's sort of entertaining a bit. I don't know. Drew and Ralph are breaking up and all that sort of stuff and they've bought the in the next episode, they bring the cameras back up about their divorce. They're trying to make it like this big scandal moment. I don't see that way. Look, if you look at Roni, I know every single person on Roni. Like mm. I can list every character's name. Go to Atlanta, I still 
couldn't tell you all their names. I think that says a lot. There's no connection with them. I'm not interested in them. I tried to watch them this morning before knowing that we were going to be talking about it today. And I got 10 minutes in and I'm watching them make this stupid movie that I just don't care about. And I'm like, you know what? Mm. I'm going to go back and rewatch and just like that because I wanted to watch that instead. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Sheree had a sip and see for her granddaughter, which seemed to be more like for herself. The little girl was like asleep in the pram. (laughs) Husband came out and it was revealed that he, they were taking all these family photos and everyone's like, who's that? girl standing there is it his younger partner what's going on is it a child that we don't because they were family photos yeah okay, and yeah. he's like oh yeah this is my daughter that he had and it was, that was the biggest controversy but I mean even then I don't, I don't even it's her Bob Whitfield it's her first husband right he's barely been in it I'm not invested it was no. a shock and it was kind of weird to see how it played out but I mean I'm not invested so it's time for Atlanta to be over. I'm just sort of sick. Yeah. Um, what is over? And I feel like such a dickhead because of last week. Last week we were like, oh, is that the last episode of And Just Like That? Um, of course it wasn't the first, the last episode last week. We hadn't had the Samantha cameo. So I felt like a bit of a dickhead when I was when I realised that that <laughs> was happening this week. So it wrapped up. Final yep. episode was last night. Oh, I have so many feelings, but overwhelmingly the feelings are positive. There were some awkward moments in it, but there were some really fantastic, memorable moments. Um, We had a bit of a monologue from Charlotte at the beginning when she wakes up hungover and Harry is complaining that he's doing everything and the words that come out of her mouth just resonated with me so much with you know, you feel like you're doing everything, but this is what I do all the time. You know, you're helping me but you're not doing everything and I need you right now. I just thought that was amazing. Um, Miranda and Steve on the boardwalk was really sweet. They had a nice moment together. Um, And the conversation with Samantha. So the phone call from Samantha, Samantha called from London. It was okay, but the last time we saw them have an interaction, they were still really cold with each other. And now all of a sudden they're friendly. I feel like we missed a step. Did you think it was I a bit I feel weird? like they threw it in because they promised Samantha was coming back. It felt like it was disjointed. It was just like quick, throw the Samantha scene in. Yeah. And I was like, oh, it's happening. And then it was done. And I'm like, well, she's not coming back. If she was coming no. back, I'd be like, oh, okay, this is how they're going to. But yeah. I'm like, oh. I also found I love the Charlotte speech that I need help. Now, listen, I have had similar conversations with my husband. What was not realistic is that Harry got it the first time around because I can tell you we had that once a month. (laughs) Like he's like, my wife's smashing it at work and him like he got it straight away. That's not realistic. No, true. Very true. We get it for like a day and then two weeks back we're back and I'm feeling the same. So Mm. hug of war. Um, I think the pregnancy loss was handled quite well. Now yeah, we're I thought they did that nicely. Yeah. It's really nice that she still showed up for her friend. And at first I was like, are they only going to just say that we lost the baby and she's having a drink? And I'm like, is that all they're going to do? But then there was that moment in the bathroom between the husband and wife. I like that. Um, the talking around the table where they all had to pick a word. Ugh. 
I hated that so much. It's like first day at work where you have to look at new people. I don't want to do that. I don't want to sit. I'm not listening to what you have to say. I'm sitting there freaking out about what I have to say. I'm not listening to you at all. I care about your word. And and Carrie had too many words. Why does she get to explain her word? Because she's main character energy. No. Um, and then what the did you think one, of her cat? What did you think of her cat? The cat called Shoe. Yeah. How long till Denny comes out with the cat called Shoe? <laughs> <laughs> so unnecessary. The whole but, babying of the cat. That's Carrie. It's it not so and silly. I feel like it gets to a point, like you know, when when Sex in the City was first around, I was mid early 20s to mid 20s it sort of was wrapping up and I feel like you all are about a bit you're a bit different like I was like shoes handbags yeah and now she's an older woman I don't think I'd be calling my cat shoe no like you know what I mean like the branding's just a bit off and also I just don't understand what is the cat going to help her get through this five-year break with Aiden yeah so we have to talk about Aiden what so he's broken up with her but hasn't kind of he's moved he's not moving to new york to live in the huge apartment that she just bought for them he did walk into the old apartment i was like okay i'm happy then i was like why wouldn't you come for the dinner maybe he didn't want to pick a word maybe he knew that (laughs) yeah he found out there were activities and it's like no 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 no, I'm not doing this team Fuck building. Michelin chef. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know. I find it weird. So what was her word? Her word was expectations. Yeah. She's saying, I'm giving up on expectations and I'm just like she's flying by the seat of her pants, in other words. Yeah. Is that what she was trying to? I think so, so she, yeah. Like old Carrie would have got devastated about the Aiden thing, but instead she slept with him and they had a wonderful night and then he's gone back and. Is she kind of living the dream because she's got, you know, she's in her 50s. She's got the hot boyfriend. She gets to have her own space. She gets to do her own thing. It's maybe for some people that's living the dream, you know, just. But he doesn't want her to go visit even from the sounds of it. No, but I don't know. I don't know. Part of me, because I think I really enjoy my time when I have my time so the idea of still being in a relationship but not having to deal with the relationship drama yeah and being able to just flit off to Greece you know with my friend and drink cosmopolitans and then come back to my nice big apartment that I can design and look after myself I don't know I think maybe because I was single for so long I kind of envy that relationship but without all the bits yeah I, it sounds awkward to me you're either in the relationship or you're not you either want me to visit you or you don't pretty irresponsible to leave the kitten as soon as you got it and go to Greece p.s <laughs> anyone think of that <laughs> with the the dead. living it up in, in a shoe <laughs> I don't know. It was all right. I can't say I love the ending. It's coming back for a third season, though. Yeah, I'm glad it's coming back. Yeah, let's see where they take it. Um, now below deck, cover off that. There was two um episodes this week. 
Mm-hmm. Next week looks wild. Something happens with the anchor and someone's yeah. arm. Captain Jason's not happy on that. Um, Joao is seeming like a nicer person. I'm a little I'm bit in love sure. with Joao. Oh, no, you're like I the found shit. myself watching it because again, I don't have the backstory of him. I'm only seeing below deck down under. I'm watching him going. I've got a bit of a crush. I think I've got a crush. Yeah. <laughs> um, I really feel sorry for Harry. I love Harry. He's such a sweet guy. Wouldn't date him. A dickhead though. He doesn't read the room very well. He doesn't. I'd put him in the friend zone too. Like I don't, but I do feel a bit sorry for him. He's got. He's not a nasty person. Um, no. The new girl, I wanted to like her, but I feel like she's just not, she's also not reading the room. Like don't go up to the chef the day after you've kissed the guy that she told you that she's interested in and be like, are you annoyed? Well, of course she's annoyed. Yeah. I love Serena. I love that she was like. Yeah, I like her. Um, Jason, when they were all out on that trip and he was in his little nighty dressing gown thing just making <laughs> cocktails and chilling out. I'm like, he's living the best, he's living the dream there. He is, yeah. Um, and I like Adam. I don't know I why. Like I like Adam too. I really I like Adam and I like Margot together. I think that the two of them are actually really well suited. Yeah, I like them. Um, I'm interested to see if Joao can keep, I think he's, a wolf in sheep's clothing at the moment. Oh. I don't think he's got drunk enough to see. Do you know what I mean? You know, when yeah. someone he's trying to prove that he's changed, I'm interested to see if he has really changed. Yeah, yeah. I cried a little bit when Aisha's boyfriend came on the boat. Oh, I did. Oh, she was so excited to see him. And even you could tell Jason was welling up a little bit and he left. It was very sweet. It was sweet, but like, mm. I didn't need that in my life. Like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> I was like, who's this? And I don't need another character. I thought he was going to stay for True. longer. I'm glad he came and went. And he doesn't doesn't really add much. It was cute that Jason organised it with him. Yeah. That was yeah. nice. He didn't add that much. But, yeah, I didn't cry. I welled up. But I'm 30-whatever <laughs> weeks you're, pregnant. You're pregnant. So <laughs> I cried when, you know, well, last time I was pregnant, I cried because the delivery man changed and told me that he was resigning. Like I cried because he was so good at delivering my parcels. <laughs> so you can expect a very emotional me in the next few weeks. That's fine. A, a good delivery man is hard to find, one that's Correct. not just willy-nilly leaving cards. I can I can appreciate those tears. Thank you. Um, now we need to move on to Orange County. So it was back. It had the break for the week. I don't know why it had the break, but it did. Okay. It's basically just the Shannon show, the Shannon shit show, which is how I feel at the moment. Um, I love Emily. I just I think that it's her season. There's this constant breaking of the fourth wall at the moment with Shannon, with every conversation she has with anybody She's straight away to production and I, we live for that, I think, as Bravo fans. Anybody who breaks that fourth wall, you know, it's on and it's, it gets us excited. But, yeah, like it was it was a good episode. It was dramatic. Um, Taylor is so pointless. What is she doing? Yeah. She just sits there and pulls faces. She's filling a seat. Um, yeah. Shannon, we've been there. So a few seasons ago, Shannon and Tamara had a massive breakdown in their friendship because Shannon was calling Tamara drunk, complaining mm-hmm. about her relationship and then getting annoyed when Tamara would talk about it. We've been there. 
I feel like Shannon, and it's been brought up before, she, mm. she might not have a drinking problem in that she's an alcoholic, but she's got a problem with drinking in that if you're ringing people, spilling every detail of your life and yes. then forgetting, you're drinking too much. And if it's a constant thing, so this has happened before, if that mm. was me after that first season, I'd be like, I really need to have a look at my drinking. Yeah. She hasn't changed. She plays the victim. She's trying. And then she lets all this stuff out about Gina and about, like, she wants Gina to worship the ground she works on basically because she gave her a lawyer's number. Yeah, she's Shannon's pretty angry about that. And I'm not even yeah. a fan of Gina, but last night I found myself being, like, Team Heather, Team Emily, Team Gina, Same. just because of and how then, they were calling her out. Yeah. And also after seeing that other season, I don't know why Tamara's not more like I get what they're saying because that exact thing happened. Probably mm. it was Tamara's last season. Um, love the editing when Emily's dealing with people who have been wrongly convicted of crimes and they've lost years of life in jail. And she's like, it makes you realise that, you know, people can be petty over silly things. And it cuts to Shannon going, oh, I've set the table for 16. And it's like, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Shannon, grow up. Stop it. Like, okay. I, Shannon's annoyed. I don't really want, I think I'd like to see the dynamic with Tamara in the group if Shannon wasn't there. Yeah. I don't want that Trey's Amigas group back in. I find that's them against everyone else and I don't love that. Now we're almost done. Just to very quickly wrap up, Crappy Lake is finished. It was sweet. I I welled up again. I, I so emotional. But it was, it was the people, cute. the yeah. people in the team, and not the people in the team, the people in the town crying about the oh, impact cute. that they had. That was nice. They obviously yeah. made genuine connections. It wasn't a fly-in, fly-out, do one episode. They were there for a decent amount of time. They made an impact on that community and maybe this is what they'll do now. They'll just go around to all of the different places and yeah, I, that would be nice. It was very sweet when they yeah. were saying how grateful they were and, yeah, loved it, yeah. loved the whole season, would watch another season. I feel like maybe that's something that like a Vicky and, and Tamara could do. Yeah, it's like you know Life I mean? After like Housewives. Like- you get out of Housewives, that's not your spot anymore, but there is life afterwards. Yeah, something else you could be doing. And, uh, yeah, I loved it. The townspeople were nice. It was cute they to were. see. Yeah. Anyway. That's all our shows. We did well it. Done. Smashed it. All right. Well, we've got lots to watch next week. Um, I will be chatting to you again next week. Yeah. Nice <laughs> chatting as always. Nice chatting. So thank you to everybody for listening. Love to have the conversations, whether you agree with us or not. Bring it mm-hmm. on. We love it. And we'll talk to you again next week on Reality Mums. Thank you. See ya. Bye. Reality Mums acknowledges the traditional owners of lands and waters that this podcast is recorded on.